So welcome to our very first simultaneous broadcast, guys. What's up? How's everybody doing? Um, It's been a while since I've done any videos on here, Bobby, let alone live. So how are you feeling about all this? I'm excited. I've been I've been pressuring myself to do my podcast better live. So I've been filming on Facebook or on my pages as relevant. So I've been practicing, getting ready for you, Caleb. I love it. I love it. Wow. Well, it's been uh, a bit of a whirlwind for me here. Let's uh, let's get personal, Bobby. Let's just get down into the raw nitty gritty. So like my in-laws just visited for about 10 days from Brazil and it had been almost two years since they'd been here because of this whole global situation. So, um, you know, while it's, it's always nice to see family. <laughs> 10 days is a long it's time. Nice to say, see you later, but I'm, I'm, I'm still in a little bit of shell shock here because they used to do some other traveling to Europe and stuff. So, you know, even when the world wasn't a mess, it was like once a year. And they told us before they left, we might just come twice a year to see you guys now. Maybe it's leave the kids, get a built-in babysitter, and maybe you and the missus can go escape while they visit. Right? Because it's really about the kids. It's probably not about you guys. Right. Exactly. See, I appreciate that right there. So, so that's a good idea. Fingers, fingers crossed, but, uh, the, the drama of family and, uh, you know, it is what it is. So moving on. Do you get down to Brazil much? You know, we, we tried to, um, at least once a year, which is what we're averaging and our, you know, toddler, who's going to be five here in July already. She had been twice before she turned two which is really cool. Um, And then of course, you know, little man just turned a year old. So, you know, one can hope, man, when it's, when it's cold here in Colorado, though, I miss the warm Brazilian beaches. I start to, I was going to say fantasize. Is that, is that too explicit? But I dream a little bit about those beaches at night and, you know, I also dream about being there alone with my wife, but I, I don't know when that's going to happen, Bobby. So, you know, <laughs> I think you that's, gotta, de- that's definitely part years, of the fantasy. 17 years to go. If, if the little ones a year, which is mind blowing to me that it's been a year already. I, I know it's crazy. The guy's like walking and running around all over the place. Now it's, it's great. He's so adorable. These teeth are popping through top and bottom. Now I'm like, Oh, little man, could you be any cuter? Tell me, tell me what you've been up to. I mean, well, I forgot you know, you're in Colorado. So yeah. I'll be there next week. I leave Sunday to start driving out to Colorado. Really? You're coming out here. Yeah. I'm what, going, what part? I'll be in Longmont to visit okay. my aunt and uncle for a few okay. days. Yep. And then. Um, Just Denver area in case yep. anybody doesn't yep. know. Yep. North of Denver. And then I'm going to be going down south to Pueblo okay. because my business boyfriend, my undercover billionaire business boyfriend, um, his team is having undercover billionaire boot camp, which is all about marketing. And I'm pretty excited because this is the first one. You know, I heard about that whole debacle, you know, and, and Grant, oops, I mean, you know, that guy that was uh, going into Pueblo, which is, you know, uh, a smaller Colorado town. I mean, it's much smaller than Colorado Springs in Denver, right? But he's been doing all this undercover stuff there. So that's pretty cool, which means you're going to drive right through Colorado Springs to get to Pueblo. Yes. So 
maybe I'll let you buy me lunch or something. We'll see how busy you are. Mm, okay. Okay. We might be able to work that out. I don't know if we'll have time to ride segues at garden of the gods, but you know, we can do that another time. It's a lot of fun. So undercover mm-hmm. boot camp. All right. So for anybody that doesn't know, okay. GC will just use his initials, you know, for the utmost discretion here in case you're unaware about the 10 X community or whatever, but Bobby's, um, obsession or am i using the right okay okay her minor obsession with gc is uh pretty cool but you've been a part of their community for quite a few years now right it's actually only been maybe a year and a half if even that gosh what it feels like forever because i've learned a lifetime's worth of stuff from him yeah yeah okay so it what is it about I was going to say the community, but it's not the community. It's Grant. What What is it about Grant that is so alluring other than his charm and sex appeal and just, you know, all, all out manliness that, that really drew you into this 10X community? Well, we talked offline before getting on here. This is going to be the truth, um, whether people want to hear it or not, but Bring this it. is the truth. When I first started this entrepreneurial journey, right? And it was, it's all about my bigger mission. I, I was naive to how people did sales calls and coaching and all this world that I've been exposed to the last couple of years. So I went down this path of this coach led me to this coach, led me to this coach. um, And I was starting to meet amazing people in the communities. I mean, I found you that way. Yep. But what I was learning was either promises were undelivered, they were spouting the same noise or chaos. My first like real coach, um, one-on-one, he basically fed me his agenda. So what I love about Grant is he tells it how it is. He's telling us something. He's tells us I'm selling you like, here it is. I'm fully transparent. And Oh, by the way, I'll teach you how to sell like me. So his principles uh, are just amazing. And they're relative to every aspect of every single business. I totally believe that. Mm. Wow. I appreciate that. You know, it's, it's kind of one of those situations. And I think it goes this way for a lot of these, uh, financial entrepreneur growth, you know, gurus that for a lot of people, it's, it's, it's a love hate relationship, right? You either, you either like them a lot or, or they're despised. And that's a part of life, right? You're always going to, you're always going to have the haters and, you know, let's get real freaking real here. Nobody has all the answers. Hello. Nobody on the planet has all the answers to anything. The more shit you learn, sorry, is this family oriented? the less, you know, the more you realize you don't really know much of anything. So the key is to continually be teachable, right? Humility, teachability, really, you know, be, be that sponge learn because you're going to glean from people every single day and every single walk of life. Now it was interesting because, um, a couple of weeks ago, Bobby, maybe three weeks ago, I was out in, uh, Burlington, North Carolina for a convention with, some of, some of the companies I work with in finance, especially on the insurance side. 
And I uh, was sitting in, sitting in a room with a good buddy and, you know, we were doing a little uh, podcast there ourselves. So I'll just, you know, show you guys this little pick here. I don't know if All you right. can see those, those books there we've got sitting out on the table, Bobby. Hold on. I'll, I'll get us. Oh, here we go. Here we go. How about right. that? There, there's, there's four of Grant, Grant Cardone's books, The Closer, Seller Be Sold, 10X Rule, and First Not Last. First but last. I mean, you've probably read all those too, Bobby, right? Yes. So, so what, what I appreciate about Grant is, as I do many other people, is the mindset, right? It's, it's the frame of mind. Yes, you have to get good and comfortable with sales. You do. If you're going to sell, that's just reality. But at the same time, if you don't have the right mindset and frame of mind around that, it is difficult to get comfortable with sales. It's something that I've very much appreciated about Grant. So, you know, we should, um, we, if you're not already, we should be contract contracted with them to start getting referral commissions for people to go out and buy these books today. Because I mean, seriously, you guys, you, at least those four books, you should have audio downloads, if nothing else, just to get that frame of mind. What, what's your thoughts on that, Bobby? A hundred percent. I, um, I am such a bad salesperson before a grant that all my affiliate links on Amazon, they only give you 90 days to sell stuff. And I did so bad at it. I don't have it anymore. (laughs) So I can't be the affiliate until I get that reset. Uh, Maybe now that I've worked with them for a year, I'll have those strategies in place, but yeah, they're, they're in card on you. They're on my audible, um, and you know, it's interesting because he reads a ton. He's always sharing different books and concepts with us, but he also preaches. And I love this. The only problem is I can't execute it because I have too many favorites. He talks about just reading that one book a million times or a hundred mm. times mm. instead of all this diversification, mm. which is a really interesting perspective because it could be applied to a coach. It could be applied to a book. like. Who do you want to be? What do you want to be about? I love that you mentioned that. It's such a good highlight because if you're somebody like me, you know, which is partial ADD and you tend to forget information very quickly. I mean, like some of my favorite books, Think and Grow Rich, right? The list could go on and on and on that have been so transformative in my personal life. It's like from the first time I read them, every time I go back, right, I have another epiphany. There's another a light and lightning that happens, another illumination that I just go, holy crap, how did I miss that the first time around? So I love that you highlighted that, Bobby. Well, you just brought up another good point. And this is another grantism, so to speak. Like if I've gone to one of his trainings, now don't get me wrong, it's sales, right? Like he wants my money. It, sure. It's it's very clear. But he also comes from a place of service. But he'll say, if I went to marketing training this spring, he may say, come back next fall or next spring, even though I went to it. I've been to like five or six boot camps. And here's the reason why. Same as the books. Where I am in my business, in my mindset, in my development at boot camp number one is different than boot camp number two is different than boot camp number three. Um, so it's really makes a ton of sense. And I don't know that the epiphanies that you're talking about would happen unless we were progressing on the journey. Mm-mm-mm. It has I to do with that. where we are, right? It, it does. It does. I mean, holy Toledo, Batman. Isn't it like we, we really don't talk about that, but our frame of mind, especially based on our personal life experiences and what we're going through, what we're dealing with at that moment is just so 
impactful in the way that we perceive certain things too. Right. And I think about, you know, Grant's, he maybe doesn't necessarily talk about this a lot, but as much as his expertise is around sales and mindset, it's psychology too. And understanding the human mind and human nature. I'm reading a book right now. Holy freaking crap, man. Robert Greene, 48 Laws of Power. Holy cow. No, I love this. This guy is a badass in understanding human nature. He wrote a book called Seduction too. I mean, there is just like, and it almost, it was hard for me personally to go there at first, Bobby, because, and again, you understand some of my history in sales. I just, my experiences and the way that I viewed things and growing up in the church and right, the abuse of it, I just had such a distasteful attitude and perception of it. So that had to change, but there is so much psychology behind selling and promoting and marketing. And yes, there's sleazy people out there doing it the wrong way, but when you are providing a good and legitimate and powerful service that people needs that is going to enable their well-being, that is going to better their lives and their families and their futures, then you should be selling the crap out of that product and service. And woe is you if you are not. So understanding human nature and the psychology, and what I love about Green is he just digs into historical examples. I mean, the quotes from, you know, all the way back to you know, the, the ancient emperor Chinese times to Roman empire times to Napoleon and all this stuff. I mean, newsflash, human beings haven't really changed much over thousands of years. You know, we are, we are, uh, we're humans sort of, but we're still at base, you know, these animals who can't control our nature, can't control our actions at times, can't control our words and holy crap can't control our thoughts and that whole prison half, half the battle. Let's, let's relate it, plug it into entrepreneurship here. Bobby is really up here in the mind and your mind, your will, your emotions, your intellect, it has the power to transform us to whatever we subject it to the most. So when you come from, and we've both got, we could go on for hours with stories, right. About our lives and upbringing, but what Bobby and I came out of, you know, it was no easy task to break those mindsets. And a lot of us, we we were raised, let's just be freaking real here, believing lies, believing illusions, like freaking simulation matrix crap. And this is a whole other eight hour conversation we'll do one day, Bobby. I ain't even going there today. This is why we got to meet weekly. Exactly. Exactly. But the simulation program, right? Like you cannot reprogram your mindset and thought processes until you deprogram all the junk out of it. And that, that crap doesn't happen overnight. Typically it takes a lot of time, consistency, discipline. How, so let me ask you this. What is, let's say the top two things that have created a paradigm shift in your life after being exposed to GC in that community? Not being afraid of wanting money. Of course, now everybody thinks that like I'm, People who don't understand can get the impression that it's about the money, but the money, you can't do your mission without the money. Yep. So that's really changed for me. Like I, for my own personal stuff, I've never needed stuff. And that's actually part of why I left my job. Um, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're telling me you're not a material girl here. 
I'm not a material girl. I want to live in a freaking RV. Like that's what I aspire to do is live in an RV, Caleb. I love it. So um, that's the biggest one. And then to your point, the psychology stuff, I'm really having a good time observing him, not through the lens of what he's teaching, but how he shows up for us. So I could be a better coach and mentor, you know? So I love his transparency. I love his energy. I love his family involvement, his, his daughters. I caught this clip one day they had a big women's event. And the concept was about the integration of family working on the mission together. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And this 11 year old says, you know, if mommy needs to be working with the clients, I'm helping too by holding down the fort and it's okay that I share her. Like mm-hmm. she said it way more eloquently than I did, but they get it. It's about purpose and having a value in life and money, Caleb, sorry, material shit doesn't make you feel good. Like yep. it just doesn't, I don't care what car I drive as long as it's safe. I don't care. I, I will. Well, actually- let me Let me rephrase it a little bit. It's not going to bring you lasting happiness or sustainable happiness, right? Yes. Yes. I will say that I'm starting to, and this is part of the appreciation for money. Um, There's a couple examples, but the first one that comes to mind is mom and I were at a store and I wanted ham, bunch meat ham. And there was one that was say $3.99 a pound and one that was $5.99 a pound. Well, I don't like the $3.99 one. And I wanted the $5.99 one. And she didn't understand that. And I was Mm -hmm. like, well, if I don't like it, why would I do it? Like, Mm -hmm. I deserve to have what I want. I work right. very hard. And, and that's part of the shift too in this culture. Um, we don't talk about it in corporate America about money mindset. Everybody's right. mindset is, do I have stock? Do I have pension? Do I have 401k? How do I step on this one to get here? What's my title? Like, it's, and I'm sorry, there's probably, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm not at a, you know, a platform that isn't so corporate America, but that's been my experience. And sure. It's, it's, it's not about developing personally. It may be professionally in some cases if they want you promoted, but that personal development is not a conversation that I've ever experienced in, mm-hmm. in corporate America, not on the mm-hmm. level that we experience it in the world we're living in. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this then, how, how much emphasis does GC in that community put on personal growth and character development? Oh my gosh. Just, it's, just be as raw and real and transparent as possible here. It's everything. So his new partner mm. is Brandon. And part of what they teach us to do as business owners with our employees and what they do when they're hiring is PPF, personal, professional, and financial goals. They want to know that they're in alignment. Otherwise, you you know, you don't get hired or you don't know what you're working for. Mm-hmm. So personal development is absolutely it, it's just one of those things. And then I'm getting ready to host this retreat and it's, it's going to be based on GC's super life. And even in super life, it's not about just being successful in business. It's about, you're not successful in business unless you're successful at family, community relationships. Um, So it's, it's the whole picture. It's holistic. That's why I say Mm -hmm. it. It can apply to everybody. I did not know we were going to be a me loving on grant show today, but I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of excited because I'm working my way to representing him as a licensee. And, and I just, 
I would get 10x tattooed on me, I think, as See, my next then it, then it was perfect to pull to draw that out of you and let you express that because it's a part of your journey right now, right? And your in your growth progress. And I I appreciate it, you know. And it's as it really opens up an entire other conversation about community, finding your tribe. And I cannot tell you how many times over the years that I thought I'd finally found my tribe and my community only to realize, you know, that just there wasn't total alignment there. And if you know me well enough, which you probably don't, and that's okay at this point in time, but I'm a very out of the box, unique guy. And I have strong convictions and I have um, strong beliefs based upon the amount of education due diligence and research that I have done, not based on some panty wasted diaper wearing opinion (laughs) from mainstream media. Thank you very much. Okay. I know my shit, you know, let's get real. We can talk about international law, the law of nations, how it pertains to the constant. I mean, stuff like that gets me giddy, but you don't hear anybody talking about that stuff. Do you, Bobby? No, we, okay. we talked we, a little about it in Dallas. That yeah, was we, we, we did, but it gets me so giddy because all business is law and all law is contract. And those 56 signatories of an average 23rd degree level education, they pledge their lives, their fortunes, their sacred honor, their posterity to build and to create something better. My question for you guys how much freaking skin do you have in the game? Okay. Back then at that time, they put in an average of 71 million back then. You didn't want to do the conversion math of what that's worth today. So don't be whining and complaining about what you don't like out there. If you don't have skin in the game, every single one of us have the responsibility, right? To educate ourselves, to learn. And my God, you have access to the freaking internet, right, Bobby? Information. <laughs> galore is out there. So if you are not educating yourselves on things that will empower your life personally, right? Here's the whole, we're going back to this holistic person, business, character, everything, then you are doing yourself and everyone else around you a disservice. And in, in so many ways, I think, well, number one, we, we've been dumbed down as a society. I think of the movie Idiocracy, which if you haven't seen it, you should, you should go see it. But we've, we've lost the ability because we've lost the foundation of words. We don't understand etymology. We don't understand words at their origin. And, you know, we have a whole new language of English. That's just slang. Okay. So it's very hard for us to communicate when we don't know what we're talking about. Number one, and we're using slang that the other person we're communicating with doesn't understand. But again, that's a whole other conversation. The bottom line is the more that you can educate yourself, and take the knowledge and apply it, right? Because knowledge without application, it's, it's moot. It's, it's not going to do anything for you. But if you can apply it to bring success and growth and transformation to your personal life, then you are going to be on a powerful path to success. And you'll start viewing the world differently, people differently, and you'll start thinking differently, which will eventually cause you to start acting differently. Bobby, why don't you uh, give us a closing statement? Well, I just want to throw out there to piggyback off of what you said, in addition to doing the research and educating yourself, look at both sides of whatever you're investigating. You know, it's, it's so interesting, but, but go in with curiosity instead of judgment or 
bias. So that's what I would throw out. Open mind, open mind, right? Yes. 